Welcome. I'm Lee West. I'm Senior Minister of Roth International. I welcome you to, to our podcast. I would uh, ask you, if you're a new listener, to go to rafaministriesworld.net. That's rafaministriesworld, one word, .net. And there you're going to find an awful lot of things that will help you in your search. If you're searching for biblical information, it's going to help you. You'll find some of our books there that can give you some information. And you, you'll find just a lot of things there and, and uh, about uh, what's happening on our website. The, uh, part of what we do, we used to be strictly a discipleship ministry and of course we still that's still our intent that's what you're going to find there you're going to find some of uh, of my all live preachings and a lot of the old live teachings and all these are free for you we want to bless you we'd like to hear from you if you would just give us a a re- reply there on that uh, international a rough international, I'm sorry, rough ministries world rather, and just let us know that you're there. And certainly, if you'd like to just bless us with a contribution to help us uh, continue to uh, try to reach out to the world with, uh, not try, but reach out to the world with information and uh, things that will help them, that would be a blessing. Now, God, I'm not begging for money. God will get it done. But if you want a blessing, just go there and give us a, an offering. It's the, it'll be tax deductible in most countries or certainly in the United States, but it'll be a blessing for you, and it'll show up in other ways if you do that, because God always blesses people who bless his word. On their website, you can you can find information, as I say. You can find their books, as I said, but also things like this right now, the podcast. I'm doing this, and the B part of what we do about the science of the B part is we need to warn people today. Now, mainly for the last couple of programs or so, I've been addressing things that are incidental to the United States. And a lot of people are flooding our borders right now, thinking they're coming into some type of utopia. But little do they know that if they get here and things do not change, they will be nothing in bondage to the federal government forever because the government for getting people here will demand that they vote for them. The Democrats, that will put them in power forever, and their power does not mean equal justice and equal opportunity for anybody. It means that they will, the people who come in here will be just nothing but servants to the, what they believe is going to be the upper class in the world. And that's a lie. They bought into a lie, but they believe it, and they're, and they're doing things every day to try to propagate, propagate that. So, I'm, part of our ministry is just to warn people. Uh, also, uh, let me just mention quickly, but there's a Bible Answer Man thing there, as well as the other things I mentioned that give you so, a wealth of information to help you grow. Uh, rhetorically, I, I was thinking about this just uh, within the last few hours when I was thinking about doing this podcast, that my and rhetorical question is, why did my grandparents, my parents, and some of my generation probably myself included, because uh, I could have done more, but I was so busy trying to go from a, a low income into a, a nice living, I didn't have time to get into the politics of the thing and study what they were doing. I just I just kind of took it for granted in my early days that the people we elected to public office were honorable people, and most of them did right now. I knew that we had some charlatans. I knew that we had in history had traitors, 
but I had no idea of what my grandparents and my parents allowed to happen in this question, my, my country. And my rhetorical question is, why did in the world did they let them do this to this country? Why did they allow, why did they elect politicians to positions in the country who would start turning this country into a mess, which has turned into a violent eruption here since 2008 when the, when the country was ignorant enough to elect Barack Obama and, that, and then him to the real jewel we have sitting in the White House now, Joe Biden. He's a puppet and he's a traitor to the country. But this is what's happened over time, over over the from about 1900 on up to about uh, nine. Well, to, even to today, it's been escalating. But it was it started mainly in the 1930s and, and 1920s and 1930s. That's when we started giving the federal government and law enforcement, state governments, police at all times for federal police, uh, state police, local police, the the right to levy taxes on people. What it really is is extortion. Call it what it is. It's extortion. They call it taxes. It's extortion. Do, do I believe that we have, as citizens, have a right, a, 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 an obligation to fund this country for, for, its, uh, for its domestic programs? Yes. Do I think we need to fund some of the non-domestic programs? I do, but they need to be few and far between. Between, if you want to find out how stupid things are, look at the, the money that we're sending to all over the world, different countries. It's in the millions of dollars. And what do we get for it? And to research institutions, the things that we're paying for, stupid stuff. It's just, it's just compensation for people kicking into the kitty to get some of these people elected and also to get some of the, the people to vote for them because they're in action in the, in the, uh, voted for these people and to be in the office. The people went in there knowing they were not going to do what they said. So all this started back in the 19, mainly uh, crescendoing in 1920s and 30s. They, that's where they started allowing taxes on liquors. Now, I'm against alcohol. As a young man, I drank some, but when I came to the Lord, the alcohol left, and then I found out that it's a, it's a snake that bites, and there's nothing that goods that comes from drinking alcohol. Every drink you take kills brain cells, but that's when the alcohol industry started attacking liquor, alcoholic beverages. Now, my estimation, I, I'm not propagating this, but I, it's my feelings that if a person wants to own their own property by their own uh, initiative and their own doing, if they want to uh, create their own alcoholic beverages and they don't sell that, they use it for their own pleasure use or medicinal use, I feel they should be able to do that. What the businesses of the federal government or the Alcohol Taxing Bureau to try to go in and, and do that. They were given that authority. They should never have had that authority, but yet a lot of people serve time in jail and still are still are serving time because they're raiding their stills. Now, that, that I don't agree with. No, I'm, let me go on record. I don't agree with having stills and selling that, uh, t transporting that to sell it at a, at a, a, a price below the, below the, uh, government's price for the for their whiskey, which you should they shouldn't be in the business business of importing or whiskey, uh, build, uh, buy, uh, brewery anyway.
but they are. But no, to be clear, if a person wants to do that on their own property, they can do my, the bias, my liberal thinking, not my liberal, my constant conservative uh, rational thinking, is that what a person wants to do on their property, if it doesn't harm anybody or doesn't, doesn't violate moral principles, there's a latitude that they should be able to do that. It's about the gun thing. I thought about this. Why can the government, why are the government given the rights about how people do with their guns on their own property for protection in my own city? You can have a gun. You have to buy it. And it has to be registered. Why? If you shoot a gun in your, in, if you shoot, if I were to shoot a gun in my, in my neighborhood in this city, no matter if it's to kill something that's messing up my, my property, they would come and they would probably uh, uh, probably give me a citation or even arrest me if they catch me doing that. That's that shouldn't be. If I, if I want to maintain arms, which I do, and I want to use that for protection of my home, that's a fundamental God-given right to protect yourself from anybody who wants to do you robbery or any such thing, especially to a, a criminal capital act of taking your life. No, my thoughts are if you go on anybody's property uh, without permission, you put yourself in harm's way. If you go in there with ill intent, you, you hope your insurance policy is paid up because they have every right. If you if you threaten their life, they have every right to take your life, and you you'd be stupid. So don't feel don't feel put upon if you get in jail for for, for uh, going to somebody's house to rob or to uh, to commit some kind of a heinous act like rape or or whipping or beating or something like that. No, you don't get any sympathy in this quarter. So all that kind all this kind of started getting kicked off at, at a lot. In the in the liquor business, fact is the Kennedys they made all their money off of Irish whiskey. He got the corner, Daddy Kennedy Joseph got the the corner and made billions of dollars off of illegal, well imported whiskeys, the Scotch whiskey. He made that deal, among other things that he did. They have a real rich history, the Kennedys. I'm I'm glad we don't have any more Kennedys. To, to run. The same thing with, with no more Clintons and, the, and no more of the Bushes and some of the other ones who run and, and, and think they have a right to be there just because they have a name. No, I, I, I don't, we, don't, we don't need any Ponderosa politicians anymore. So, that, that this started in the 20s with the taxing of illegal liquors. Income tax. Do I believe in income tax? I think it is necessary at the federal level to fund the, the government, to fund the Congress and, 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 the, and the essence of running government. I don't believe it was created to fund all of the type of uh, exacerbation that's taken place, uh, all the different uh, departments and things like that. I don't think it was meant to be. I was thinking about this, not, I think it was just last night. There was a time not too many decades ago when if you were a citizen, you could just walk up to the front gate of the, of the, uh, no, it wasn't the front gate, it was just a guardhouse, really, at the White House to say, hey, I'd like to speak to the president. Okay, yeah, well, just go in and I'd tell him you want to see him. And you could walk right into his office and talk with him. Fortunately, we haven't had a her, although that's coming if the, if God permits, and no woman should ever be elected in, uh, Put in a position of ultimate authority. I don't care if it's in the private sector or the uh, or the government's. 
certainly we shouldn't vote for anybody if, who's the ultimate authority, and that would equate to a, a female president or a female governor or a female mayor. We got one in my city right now, which, but she shouldn't be the mayor because God clearly said, now you, we, you, God says you can do that, but you're going to pay a price. Or get, they're going to cause you some problems. And, and that, that's going to pan out to be true because God's not never wrong. He's never wrong. He's always right. So the liquor thing kind of kicked it off. The income tax came in the, in the 30s. Uh, and out of that came a lot of state taxes and, and all kind of other taxes, such as uh, the tax on the car. When you buy a car, why do you, why do you pay tax for it? Why don't you just pay the tax between you and the dealer? Of the car, what it costs. Why do you have to pay a, a tax to, to register your car or for a license to drive your car? The Bible, the, the 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 Constitution says you have a right to travel. But if you get caught, there's laws that says if you, in fact if you breathe wrong, and one of these ignorant policemen, uh, state police or local police, they're going to handcuff you, put you in jail. So no, you shouldn't have. To, I don't think we should have to pay taxes on those things. It all starts with taxes. The cars. Why do we pay sales taxes on things? When we buy the goods, we're paying the taxes on it, or the reason for its creation. Why do we pay sales taxes? We should pay production taxes and and sales and the sales tax on the the person who's selling the goods, but don't put a federal tax on it. They put the tax on everything: alcohol, the cigarettes, everything you buy. Property tax. If you own the property, why should you have to pay year to year pay a tax? Should you pay a, an upkeep tax? Yeah, such as having garbage and that thing. If you live in the city, yeah, I think you should pay a reasonable amount. But you shouldn't be charged a property tax. That equates to somewhere between, you know, normally between fifteen to two or three, four thousand dollars. City doesn't have a right to that. That's your property. Why do you give them a tax? You should pay a, a, a fee. For the services that they render, yeah. But a tax on what type of property that you already owe? No. Why would you have to pay a boat tax to have a boat? To put in the river, that's a flowing river, or in the ocean? Why would you have to pay a fishing tax? I can understand, you know, to a degree, if they want to charge you for fishing in certain areas that are created, yeah, but in natural uh, lakes and streams, or even in, to me, uh, one of the stupid things, you have to buy a, buy a fishing tax if you fish in the ocean. How stupid is that? We shouldn't have never have allowed them to do that. If you go to the movies, you have to pay a tax. Everything you do in in the, in the in the sports room, if you go to, to to view anything, you got to pay. You got to pay a tax on what you the tickets you buy. Though the tickets should be everything you need to pay. No tax on it. Incorporating the tickets should be the cost of the arena. It should be the cost of the lighting, the food, not the foods, but the, anything else that they provide there. Because of your ticket, that that the ticket should pay for that. The seating, the air conditioning, or the heat, whatever is necessary. The clothes you buy. Should you have to pay tax on those? You shouldn't. The food that you eat, 
in the stores? No, you shouldn't have to. Should you pay a production cost from the, from the growers to the producers to the transporters to the shelf to the company? Yes, that's due. But then to top on that, a tax shouldn't be. We should never have given, our forefathers should never have given them this latitude. Travel. If you want to travel, a lot of places they can put they can put you a a, a, a toll booth up. We used to have them in my and when I came to my, the city where I'm living, they had a toll booth. They finally got rid of them. There should be no toll booths. You have a right to travel on the highways. That's your tax money bills. Why should you have to pay tax on your car to buy it and tax on your license to drive it and tax on your registration per year just to, to update it? It's, it's, it's nothing. It's no rationale to it. It is just a money-collecting scheme. They're looking every day. They lay awake nights trying to figure out some way to, to rob and extort from the public. So travel is another. If you fly, you should pay the ticket price. And then that should be a prorated gas fee, the, the cost of the airplane prorated. But there shouldn't be any tax if you want to drive your own vehicle that you bought on the public road that you paid for. There shouldn't be any tax for that. Should you have to pay for air and water? If they, if they pay to pump it into your, into your house and, and to furnish that for you, as well as garbage and pick up of trash and that thing, yeah, there should be a fee for that, but not a tax on it. Why should you tax air? If you have an air conditioner, they're giving you tax on it. When you buy it, when you run it, when you pay your electrical bill, they always have a tax on it. You have, to, you have to pay a tax on what you grow. The farmers have to pay... Hidden tax, not hidden taxes, upfront taxes on, on their crops. Why? They can sell it to the producers. They, everybody makes a profit right down to the shelf. If you die in most states and most every community, the government is going to come in and charge you a death tax against your estate. Should not be. Marriage, if you get married, should you have to pay a tax to get married? For the license to get married? No, you should just go to a minister and make a commitment. That's godly if you want to do it. But they, they say if you, if you want to be recognized by the state, you've got to have a piece of paper. Now, don't get me wrong here. I am not advocating living together. If you're going to live with somebody, you need a, a commitment for life, just like pigeons do it in the natural. A lot of other animals do it in the natural. You, if you're going to live with somebody, you need to be bound by your verbal commitment, which is nothing but a marriage license that you swear before some court that you'll do that sort of thing by they, them giving you a license, and then you got you got to get that license produced and officiated by a a licensed minister taxed he paid tax for that i tell you it's ridiculous you have to pay a business tax to do business if you utilize utilities i can see that but if you open your business should you have to pay a tax 
got to pay a tax sometimes just where you walk. And a lot of the, most places right now, I watch a lot of people who are getting arrested for walking in the public, in public arena. But these, these police, they don't know the laws that they enforce. I've seen people arrested for walking in public places. And that's their right to do. They pay for those places. Some people even get get arrested for being in a park and not and not adhering to the park rules. Well, I, I agree with that to a degree. Should you have to pay a, a tax to get into uh, a national park? I don't think so. You paid for that long time ago. So these are some of the things that I think we need to readdress. Do I think it's going to happen? No, I don't think. I think we're. I think we're too far, as they used to say in aviation. I think you're too far on the backside of the power curve. You can't pull yourself by your own prop up over where you get in control anymore. You don't have control of your destiny anymore. You think when you vote, you you you're you're voting for somebody who's going to look out look out for your interests. Forget it, Charlie. It's not going to happen. You see. This was prophesied throughout the Old Covenant and it was solidified by the Lord Jesus Christ when he said in, in Matthew chapter 20 and through his, his word by the Holy Spirit to his Apostle Matthew, uh, uh, Apostle Matthew in, in, in the chapter 24 there, Jesus Christ says nation will rival nation and kingdom against kingdom. And that's just saying people who have the same view, who have the same race, that they're going to bond together. And you can see wars between those. Are you seeing it? And he says you're going to hear about wars and rumors of wars. The good thing about that, the only good thing about them now is we can learn about them quickly. But are they happening everywhere in the world? I've used this analogy before. You can't throw a dart at, the, at the, uh, any place in the world and the dart will not hit where there's no drugs and they're not having some kind of a war, whether it's hot or, hot or cold. But, but no, but Jesus spoke those words. There's going to be instability in the form of disorder. We're certainly seeing that in every facet. And in it, now it's gone to the place where it can't be controlled. The murderers are in the street. They can't catch them. The thieves are in the streets. And the cities are giving them license to steal. If you don't steal more than X amount of money, they can't do anything. The people who own the business and pay for the business have to sit there under penalty of arrest and let these people come into their business, steal the shells bare, and then walk right out. And places where the salesmen try to, to apprehend these people, they normally times many times they get arrested for trying to apprehend the thieves. You talk about stupidity, like one guy said, that's stupidity gone to sea. The US United States of twenty years ago, and I never thought it would happen this way, is non existent. Like the old novel, it is gone with the wind, it blew in so quickly, 
as a zephyr, and then it now is exacerbated into a hurricane. And the what used to be is non-existent. In fact, as I told a minister, a, a, a general practitioner, a doctor friend, that he he said, "Well, I'll be glad when all of this is over and we get back to normal." And I said to him. It's never going to get back to normal. Those days are gone forever. It's never going to get back to normal. Right now, the country is in a state of instability and disorder. And the U.S. is at war just about everywhere in the world, either with troops or without troops. Our money's going into everywhere in the war. That means we're part of it. We're in war. The world is at war with the Muslim nations. We have some in our Congress that were elected to Congress. These people, they take the oath of allegiance to the Constitution of the United States and they, they stand there and they lie through their teeth. They, they, they never intend to support the Constitution over the Koran. They would never support the United States' right to live. As a Muslim, they're at war with the world, and they might sound good, and they may look good, but if the Muslims ever got in contract and con, uh, in the power in the world, power worldwide, they would kill, murder every person who did not get, fall under the, Mus <clears throat> the Muslims' threat. They would even kill other Muslims, and they do that in the countries right now around the world, who, those who try to leave Islam. They, they kill them right now. In, Iraq, in Iran, right now, Iran, they're using their proxies to kill hundreds of U.S. soldiers. And our esteemed leaders say, oh, they're, they're going to be held accountable. And I said this to one of them not too long ago. Yes, yeah, John Wayne said to one of his adversaries about the time you get a third eye. And when the U.S. like they did just a few days ago from when I'm uh, uh, stating this podcast, they were going to, to do a rocket attack and they, they notified the people in the area that the rockets were coming. And their politicians were guilty of that. They might as well have dumped the stuff in the ocean. Of course, at least they would have killed some fish and, and we could, we could take, maybe take them to task for that. But to kill our soldiers? That's that they just kill three of the soldiers and just because I think that they, the, cold, the, the soldiers had the visibility, uh, visibility of being in the black community and, and soldiers serving their country, I think that they didn't want to, this is my personal feeling, they didn't want to, to cause an uprising among the, uh, among the black population and, and also the people of color. Uh, you know, I don't mean the black people per se, I'm just about people who have a skin color other than in the... Uh, Anglo-Saxons who came mainly in force in, in, in popularity and in numbers early on in this country. I think that's why the, the president went over to himself and stood there. I, I didn't see him do it, but I know they, the way they do it, they, they go, the, the president goes over and they stand there uh, to witness the, the body's arrival. Now, I, 
my, my heart goes out to the sympathy and sympathy for the, the parents of these. I served in the military. And you're committed to, to do legal orders in there. And these young people, three of them, were doing those legal orders in a place of harm. And they, they were killed. And their parents are grieving. And my prayers go out to you for peace, for God to give you peace. But we have gutless politicians. They don't care about their soldiers. And I've used this a, a couple of times. When they refer to our military people, they say, well, we got boots on the ground. What a tactless, unsympathetic phrase to use. And I took him for task for using that gutter language to refer to our honorable men and women in uniform as boots on the ground. And you sit in some plush office in Washington and use those kind of phraseology. You're despicable. Yeah, they notified him first that the rockets were coming. And we have leaders who are making just stupid statements. The Secretary of Defense, he said this in one of his powerful, authoritative speeches. The President and I will not tolerate attacks upon our forces. Really? What have you been doing for the last 15 years, and especially in the last three and a half. Really? The government, politician, people who produce goods, all the generals in the military, and the munitions builders and suppliers to the country and through our country to the world are getting rich. Biden's in exchange for some Iranian prisoners being sent back to Iran, he un, for, un uh, he loosed, in other words, six billion dollars in tied up money. What do you think that Money's going when it gets back to Iran. You think it's going to the Iranian people who are living in, in, in poor extremely poor conditions or in squalor? No. The Iranian leadership is going to use that to build bigger weapons and buy bigger weapons and better, better weapons. They're not buying for funsies. Because, you see, Iran is going to be part of the end-time army that amalgamates with Russia when they come against Israel. So look for all of that Middle Eastern country that are Islamic. They're going to join forces and plus other countries too. I'm not, I have, a, I have a, 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 a CD on that, or I have a recording on that. You can find that on uh, our website, net. You can find that there. Uh, I think it's a freebie, as a matter of fact. It's called World War Three and Armageddon. I wish. I hope you go there and find some good stuff. If you do, give us a love offering. Bless us. If we bless you, please just bless us some. If you want to. I'm not begging for your money. 
But if you want a blessing, we'll pray for you. We, we pray for all of our partners. In fact, that I understand from our production uh, staff that you can re- you can even get the, the letters that I write to our partners. I write that on every once or every month, and also I write it on special occasions to our partners. It doesn't go to the world, but now you can go. It's not written to you unless you're a partner, and our partners are, are blessing us with contributions. And with all the with their prayers and etc., because they they see in us something of, of benefits. So if you want to be a part of that, we we welcome you to be a part of it. We we would we would welcome that. Now, if you're unsaved, I, I don't send us money. If you want to, yeah, we'll accept it. But uh, wait, wait a minute, I. I there, there are some things of that. There are catches that I would not accept non-save money. There are, but that's between me and God. But mainly, I encourage people who are blessed and and uh, regenerated, which means you're saved by the biblical principles. If you find something of benefit that you're growing by, like in our in our CDs on the website or in my books that are out there, I think I got six or seven books out there uh, right now. And I'm writing on one right now that's going to be a real blessing. It's called the You Inside of You. It won't be it won't be available through Amazon as all these are. You can get them through calling our ministry uh, or going on the website there, or you can go to Amazon and you can find me there under Lee West. Uh, you can find my ministry uh, books there. You can buy those. They're reasonable. And they were written under the anointing. So I know that they're going to bless you. You'll get something from those. Some of them are, my, all my books are written basically to Christians. I don't write to the unsaved. I'll leave that to the people. That's their calling. Who have the evangelistic and other forms of discipleship programs. <clears throat> I write mainly to Christians or the things in there that may speak to an unsaved heart, possibly. But if you're a young Christian, I, I don't recommend you buy my books. I remember, uh, there is one maybe or two, maybe the, the first one, uh, about, about the biblical heartburn, uh, uh, and also the one about the Abba Father. I think those can speak to you, but the rest of them are a little bit too deep. Unless you have some years underneath your, your belt as a Christian, then that they'll be blessing you. Well, yeah, Biden un- unfroze $6 billion in funds to Iran. Now, the problems that came out of Iran, <clears throat> a lot of people got rich, and a lot of people died because of the governments in involvement. The government made a lot of stupid decisions. There were some states, like the state of Florida, and I think some, uh, maybe one or two others, that made good decisions. Our schools stayed open. The mass thing had flexibility. Gatherings had a flexibility. And now, since then, what is happening in the, in the world, since COVID, people are flooding in to these states like Florida. They're coming here to live. They can't stay in these other states. Any, most people of quality, if they can, they're, they're getting out of the New England. Frankly, I see a lot of things. Now, there are a lot of good people in New England. I've been, I've been up there. I was stationed up there one time. I met a lot of wonderful people. But why in the world would you support the kind of stuff that the Democrats are pushing? My thoughts are in the last that what you've seen in the last three and a half years, if you vote for anybody, if you vote for anybody in, in the Democrat Party for for anything in the city, the state, 
the federal, the Congress, the president. And this is tough. I think you're a traitor to the country because you know what you should know what they're doing. Now, if you're ignorant, learn. And while you're ignorant, don't vote. But when you vote, you know what you're voting for. And I, my personal, I say it again, if you vote for any Democrat, I think you're a traitor to the country because you're voting, you're, you're voting for the demise of this country and the destruction of this country. This country I always thought that the country was going to explode. I'm sorry, was, was be, be an explosion from the outside. I was surprised when I saw the country beginning to implode with Obama. It started to implode, and it's doing now more than ever. Look at the southern border. And the puppet president sitting on his hands. They wind him up. They send him out. He tries to say his word, which he can't really do too well. And then they, he, he, after about uh, an hour or so, then he has to go back in and rest for the rest of the day. And people are, I see, I think it was a, a poll that showing that some polls somewhere showed that he and Trump, Trump's probably going to be, will, will be the, the Republican candidate, that he and Trump are in a 47 to 47 tie. And this is because of people who are knowledgeable. Don't insult my intelligence, people. I see the news just as you do, but I don't watch my local news the news stations here in my city i don't take i haven't taken the i haven't watched the local news stations tv stations in my area or taken the local newspaper since the 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 democrat party which i was a part of at that time because i grew up i I voted with personal person i liked even though i was a, a party a democrat member but when they when they nominated bill clinton i i changed my party affiliation to the republican party and then I told the Democrat leaders why why I changed. And then I told the Republican people that if they ever elected somebody like that, I would be independent. And I mean that. I mean it. If you vote for any Democrat, even for called dog catcher, you're voting for a person who who is sold out against you. And if there's anybody, maybe maybe the first time they go in there with some good intentions, but after the first time, if you elect them again, you are electing a liar, a thief, and a cheat. And one in, who's in bed with the, with the uh, traitors right now. You see, started with COVID, the COVID thing, everything in the country, the price of it, is up 35%. Your paycheck is is increased by thirty five percent for the things you're going to buy. Uh, things it's going to cost you to buy the goods you used to buy for thirty five percent less. There's no reason for it. Initially, there was a problem. The production line was shut down to a degree. Transportation was was in, in, in was hindered greatly, but all those things are back online now. There's no more reason for the prices now not to be back to what they were pre-COVID. There's no reason for them. They should be back. The supply chain has been reestablished. The trucks are flowing. The boats are coming in. The, the offloading and the onloading and the shipping is back to almost totally normal. I think it's probably totally normal. Companies are passing these increases on to their customers. 
The federal government is passing it increases onto the general public. The states and cities and little hamlets and the businessmen are passing these increases onto their general public. And you and I, when we buy the things that we need to live and to be closed and to be houses housed, we're we're paying for this. All the costs passed on to the computer, uh, the computer to the to the consumer. It's, it's it's on my mind so much now. The border situation. Like you, I don't have a voice except this. This is about the strongest voice I have, and to the people who follow me. On my on my I, my, I start to say my it's not mine. It's my our our website. Those on my myself and on my staff. We're a, we're a, we're a, a a staff. We do things. Everybody on the staff has a talent. We use those. The people who support us are part of this ministry. It's not a one person ministry. I have a I have a, a, a talent that I believe that I can help. Everybody on, on the staff of Rafa has a talent that they're feeding into it, and they're doing that just so we can bless you with information. And, and statements such as what I'm making, you're not going to hear this anywhere else. You're not going to hear it. It's sugar-coated. The pulpits are, are compromised. Every law office uh, uh, that you go to, no matter what level it is, they bought, they've drunk the... The Kool-Aid, as I've used before, Biden says about the border thing, I've done all I can. I've done all I can. I need Congress to come help me to seal the border. That's a false, and in Southern, which I am, it's a lie. He, he, he's been lying for three and a half years. He lied when he said that. And the statement is a lie because he's just mouthing what somebody else told him to say. Is the border secure? That's what uh, Mayorkas has been telling us for ever since he was appointed to it. And just last night when I'm, when I'm doing this recording, our illustrious Congress voted not to impeach him by one or two votes. I think it was four votes. And some of those were Republican. And unless there's a lot to it that I don't know, which I don't think it is, I think you're a, a rhino, Republican in name only. I think you're a, 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 a rhino. And I, I hope the people who elected you to Congress, to Congress let, when you come up for re-election, I hope that you're not there anymore in Congress anymore. I hope we'll finally start getting some people who are patriots in those office. No, Biden could could seal the border as as quickly as he by by addressing it. He could start doing it if he had the will to do it. If he wasn't a puppet, he could do that. There's all ways that he could do that. He could restore all the uh, Trump. Laws and and orders that were in place. That was not law, laws, but they were ERs, I think, in place. And he was doing Trump was doing a wonderful job of seizing the border. Now there were still thousands and multiplied thousands of people coming across our border. 
I applaud the people we get into this country legally through the immigration system. We need immigrants, legal immigrants. We need those because through that, anything that propagates itself by itself turns out a, a, a deformed good. If you have two people who have sex and they produce, who, and they're kin, they're close kin, like brother and sister, anything like that, and they have sex and produce a child, there's like 85 to 90 percent of, of possibility that, that child is going to be deformed. And the same thing works for a country. The, the legal immigrants do nothing, nothing, do nothing but strengthen the workforce and they, and they strengthen the integrity of this country because they have to go through a program where they swear allegiance to, to this country. And it, it infuriates me, and I've, I've told the mayor in my city not one more, not one more dime for to in, to be to build more stadium for our, for our football team, our pro football team. Not one more dime to help them do anything. Fact is, my my work to them is for our football team to go get out of the city, go someplace else where they want you. And yet it bothers me to see the stands filled to 80,000 people. And I know there are probably 15 or 20,000 of them are Christians. Why would a Christian be there? It, 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 many of them were veterans. Why would a veteran support any, any pro team in this country who, who would bow their knee to the, to the flag of the United States and to the, to the Pledge of Allegiance and to the National Anthem? I, I'm infuriated. I, I, I refuse to support any professional sport because they're sold out. I used to play a lot of golf in my younger days. I loved the game. To me, it, is, it requires the most talent of any sport to be able to play well. To play well, and you can get a lot of joy out of it. But any pro team, and I'm starting to feel the same way about any collegiate team, and I'm starting to feel the same way about any high school team, and I'm starting to feel the same about any team they call a Pop Warner football or anything else. There shouldn't be any, because they're doing is just planting seeds for the people. In high school, they want to go to college on a scholarship. When you get to college, you want a pro contract. When you get to the pros, then you want to sell out to the highest bidder. I mean, my, 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 my spiritual blow, my soulish blood just boils when I think about this. The Biden administration is giving illegal cash to, uh, to eagles. They're giving illegal cash to travel on, on public conveyances within the United States. In other words, they are aiding and abetting criminals. Anybody in this country who gives food, shelter, comfort to any illegal persons knowingly is violating the laws of the land. They are giving aid and comfort to criminals. And it's my desire that they prosecute you for doing that. 
the ICE people are confirming illegals are traveling freely, freely in the U.S. They're coming across the border without being vetted. They're going into the communities. And I've said this before, and they're coming in here, about 10 million of them so far. <clears throat> and you don't think embedded in those are people who want to, they're going to be moles, they're going to be sleepers, and when they're called to actions, and I pray that I'm wrong, but I don't think I will be, they're going to make 9-11 Looks like a walk in the park. I hate to say that. It's coming. It's there. It's there in seed form, just awaiting the right series of events and the right capitulations. Our illustrious FBI went before Congress just in the last few days where they've been guilty of so much, they've been proved to be guilty of crimes themselves. And now they go before Congress and they talk about illegals saying, well, we, we, you need to be a, a, alarmed about this and the perils involved in having illegals. It's sickening. It's sickening when they sit before Congress and do that. And they have people like Mayorkas I've seen him testify before Congress. He got into office. He was put in the office a liar. He's lied ever since. He goes before Congress. He he, form, he forms his fashions his words to where he can't be caught in a lie. They can't call him in the direct lie. They he he's lying. They know he's lying. He knows that they know he's lying. But he keeps on lying. And now they won't. They 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 vote to keep him in, not to not to uh, evict him. And 150 congressmen voted to not deport illegals, drunk drivers. If that wasn't so serious, it would be humorous. Let me let me let me say that again. 150 Congress Democrats voted to not deport illegals that are caught drunken driving. They'll put you quickly in jail if they catch you. Oh, yeah. Over 70% of illegals now live in Arizona or California. California? I'm surprised. I understand California. If you if you elect a Newsom, you'll elect anybody. Arizona, I'm surprised it's you. I'm surprised that some of the people who vote Democrat in all the border states down there, New Mexico, Texas, Louisiana, Florida, these border states, why why would you vote for these people from January? Of this year, the 25th of January, until January the 31st, they caught, the Border Patrol caught 
32,800 plus illegals. Didn't count the ones who went, who got, did they do got away? That's what they call them, gotaways. Let me give you some, some figures. I, I saw this, I copied it down. From 1922 until 1923, the illegals who came from certain countries raided numbers from Afghanistan, Muslim. We got, that came into this country, illegal, 6,300 and some, 86 to be exact. From Egypt, 3,153. Iran, who really loves us, right? 854. I'm sorry, 859. 859. Syria, 538. Russia, 12,605. China, 26,113. Well, maybe some of them are starting to wake up a little bit. We saw where the illegals just attacked a, a policeman in Manhattan area. And the, and the governor... said uh, that they we welcome people with open arms. In fact, the her direct quote is, uh, she said, we want people to come. We will welcome you with open arms, housing, and protection. And now she's played the politics. When the policeman was, uh, was attacked and badly beaten, and the and all the illegals fled, and they only caught a couple of them. Said, uh, "Send them back. We don't want our police officials to be touched." Now, my thought is this: as I close, honey, you saddle him. Now you ride him. I'm Dr. West.